live wires on the team connect get respect for they realness i know you feel this all right so we're gonna we're gonna stick it or keep it with the college football we're gonna go back to what had walker just all disheveled over there about ryan day Ooh, disheveled responding hmm. to lou holtz who joined the pat mcafee show on friday at college game day and here's what the former head coach of the Fighting Irish had to say about say about the Ohio State program going into Saturday's showdown in South Bend. You look at Coach Day, and I coached at Ohio State under Woody Hayes. We won the national championship when I was there. So I'm proud of that. However, he has lost to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan twice, and everybody beats him does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame will take that same approach. Well, when he said that, when I read it, too, it came across much more harsh than the way that he sounded right there on that soundbite. But I thought that he should have maybe kept that in the clip for when Ohio State potentially won the game because I feel like when you talk about a program with the caliber of athletes, the caliber of players that they have, and I feel like if it was in rooting interest. Now, him just giving analysis, I'm all here for. But I know he bleeds that Notre Dame green. When I was growing up, he was the coach of the Irish, and I know how much he loves them. And I just thought maybe he could have saved that one for out there because challenging a program with the caliber of players like Ohio State, we know outside of the SEC, this is one of the most drafted programs in America. I felt like that certainly was going to give them fuel for the game. And Ryan Day told you post game that that definitely provided uh, a lot of context for their belief that they could win the game. Yeah, and I don't have any problem with Ryan Day trying to use this as motivation, I guess, for his team. It just felt like a weird, I'm going to use this opportunity to dunk on Lou Holtz talking about <laughs> our squad like this, especially with the way that you won. Granted, I'm not sure if Ryan Day knew that there were only 10 players out there. Maybe he just saw the offensive line not have someone lined up on what was the defensive line's right side and you just run to the left side on yours and you barely get in by the way like you had to go to the replay to be sure that that knee was not down and it wasn't legitimate touchdown not a blown call by any means but then to say how tough are we when you score a last second touchdown against Notre Dame when they had 10 dudes on the field yeah we're the toughest team out here when it doesn't change anything that Lou Holtz said by the way talking about all the teams that you've lost to since you took over as the head coach I just Ryan Day using that moment it felt not tone deaf but also like okay this seems like a weird time for you to take that opportunity all right well let, let's let's play the head coach of the Buckeye statements after the win when he spoke with NBC you know like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now <laughs> what he sleep Ryan team, right what he said about our team I cannot believe <laughs> this is a tough team right here we're proud to be from Ohio and it's always been Ohio against the world and it'll continue to be Ohio against the world but I'll tell you what I love those kids and we got a tough team I mean, I can almost go foul line on that because that is some of the fakest tough guy-ish I think I've ever heard in my life. You got the job because Urban Meyer realized, oh, crap, I'm not going to be able to win a national title. Let me quit. Then I'm going to go kick players in the NFL. The guy woke up on third base. <laughs> and, yes, he's taken Ohio State to a national title game. Well, they got boat raced. They lost by four touchdowns to Alabama. Like, it might, it might not be fair, 
if Michigan kicks their ass again this year, and they most likely will, he's probably getting fired. Because in Columbus, if you don't beat Michigan three straight years, you lose your job. Now, we did say that about Harbaugh, and he held on long enough to have the opportunity to take it right back to Ohio State. That's a lot of winning. I don't think he'd be fired. But what do you make of those comments from Ryan Day, West? Yeah, I mean, the adrenaline was pumping. You just won a game off the last play of the football game. So you're definitely going to react the way that he did. I'm not surprised in the least. But I think that the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry is very cyclical. Michigan don't have it for a long time, and Ohio State will have it as well. Maybe they hire coach, I mean, maybe they fire coach day if they lose again. Maybe they don't. But I know up until this point, 45 and 6 record in four seasons, 31 and 2 against Big Ten uh, conference competition. He's won Big Ten titles. So I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. He does need to get over the hump, though. I do agree with that. But to me, that was a lot of bravado after the game. The adrenaline is pumping. I know he looked at that comment, and I think one of the worst things you could say to a football coach is that their team is soft. So I could imagine 100% that being the first thing that comes to mind after you get an emotional win like that. One more question before we move on. Do you think Ohio State is a top-four team in the country right now? No. Uh, They've got a top-four win. I don't think they're a top-four yeah, team. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because they're talented on not a quarterback uh, Kyle McCord. I definitely want to see some more for him. And for another conversation for a later day, you know, not trying to be a hot take guy here, but uh, I mean, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is a really good player, but the Easy. way they try to pay him up to be this um, Randy Moss and all this, I, I don't see it. I thought about 100%. I thought about somebody saying Randy Moss. It, we, we got to a point where now we're going to lose some people. <laughs> you can you can believe in all the hype with Marvin Harrison Jr. I do. I believe that he is a fantastic wide receiver prospect. But when people bring up Randy Moss, you can't talk to people about Randy. Yeah, I think he's a really good player, but I just don't see him being just this earth-shattering, game-changing wide receiver. But, no, I think Ohio State going on the road beating Notre Dame at Notre Dame, I think that's definitely a statement win for them. All right, moving on. This happened last week. Uh, Stephen A. Smith got to throw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium last Thursday night. And, look, it wasn't an all-time bad first pitch. He, he skipped the ball and it got over there. But uh, for a guy that hates on baseball, it was kind of funny to see him not be able to throw a baseball 60 feet and 6 inches. Well, ESPN and First Take had a field day with him on Friday making fun of him. And so did his sister, who called into First Take to maybe have a reason why his first pitch went so bad. Oh, we, we are, we are going to keep it in the family. Okay, hey, Carmen, it's Molly. Can you hear me? Hi, Molly. Hi, this is Stephen A's sister. Carmen, his oh. dear sire, his confidant. Carmen, the floor is yours, my dear. Oh, my God, Steve. Steve, I told you better than that. I am so, oh, my God. I had to, I had to look at it over again and say, did he just do that? And then hearing that you had a hot dog when I, I sent you food, you had a hot dog? I think that throw, you had to pass gas or something. You lifted your leg off. You had bubble guts. <laughs> you had bubble guts. I know you did. But guess what, Steve? I love you. I love you and you tried, but Jesus. <laughs> He had to pass gas was her line. <laughs> he went out there to the pitcher's to the mound with some bubble guts. Uh, yeah, that would be tough. But, man, that 
poor Stephen A. When you go, he went straight to the rubber, right? Like he mm-hmm. didn't. He, yeah, he didn't step in front of the mound, and he still. So if you went in front of the mound and bounced it, that would have been even worse. At least he went for it, but it still wasn't pretty. It was online. Yeah, it was ugly, man. Just that was not have, a good first pitch. Not enough mustard on that hot dog to get it all the way to the catcher's mitt. Tough thing for Stephen A. Smith. What else you got? One more. There's one little piece of audio I want to play because then I got a question. Yesterday, the Colts went into Baltimore, rainy Baltimore, mind you, a game that Lamar Jackson should have won because he's a running quarterback. That didn't happen. The Colts, their kicker, four field goals, 50-plus or yards or more the first time the kicker's done, done yep. NFL history. Here was Shane Steichen's uh, post-game speech in the locker room. You know what that was right there? That was the definition of resilience. <laughs> Great, and I mean great team win. It does not get any better than that. Hey, first time in NFL history with four plus 50-yard field goals. Great job by everyone. Enjoy it, but guess what? We're coming home to play the Rams in our house. Great job. You think Frank Wright could inspire a locker room like that and the Panthers make the wrong hire? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little post-game celebration beating on the nearest thing to you when the coach says something that you agree, agree with wholeheartedly. Man, that was pretty cool. Speaking of things that are hard for Panther fans to swallow, mm-hmm. we look at Houston, we look at that quarterback, we look at that wide receiver, they're connecting, they're doing a great job through three games. Now we look at Indianapolis. We saw Anthony Richardson, but also something we don't talk a lot about is Shane Steichen was in the running. Usually when we say, oh, it wasn't Frank Reich, the guy that they should have hired, and Steve Wilkes could be doing a lot better job. People are pointing their finger in that direction. But Shane Steichen, remember, apparently he was a uh, hot commodity to possibly land this job, and reports were that he didn't impress all that much in the interview process. It's only three games in for everything we talk about, but Shane Steichen was somebody involved in that process, and apparently he didn't do a good enough job in the interviews. So doing a good job now having a huge win against Baltimore.